This is the Well-Centered Woman Podcast, a space created to provide practical wisdom for every faith-based lady influencer, creative, and entrepreneur who desires to better manage her emotions under pressure. In every episode, we discuss what it takes to stay centered and sane while operating in purpose using faith, community, and practical wisdom. Grab your journal, coffee, and tea, and let's start getting our emotions all the way together. I'm your host, Tanika Maria, and welcome to the podcast. Hello, 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 beautiful people. It has been almost about six, almost eight weeks, not quite two months since my last podcast episode. And so much has been going on. So much has happened. So we kind of got to play catch up right here. But I just wanted to give you an update on what's been going on in my life and where we're going now with the podcast as we ramp back up in our fall season, our fall sessions. I'm so happy to be with you. Thank you all for for those of you who have supported me, who have been with me in the journey of the Well-Centered Woman podcast when I started it in January of this year. So we're going to dive in and I'm going to start with this quote by John Maxwell. And he says, experience is not the best teacher. Evaluated experience is the best teacher because it leads to insight. Let me say that again. Experience is not the best teacher. Contrary to popular belief, Experience is not the best teacher. Evaluated experience is indeed the best teacher. Why? Because it leads to insight. And that's why reflection is so important for you to grow as a leader, as a woman of influence, as a woman of purpose, a woman of destiny. You have to reflect in order to grow. We always want to grow our brands. We always want to grow closer to God. We want to grow our relationships. We want to grow our businesses. We want to grow our sphere of influence and the lives we touch and the impact we make in our careers, in our callings, in our purpose and in our family. But this is why we got to reflect because it's the evaluated experience that we learn from that gives us the insight so that we can grow, not just the experience. If I don't learn from my experiences, I'm going to repeat the same cycles, which leads me to the point of this podcast of how I want to catch up with you over the past. um, We're in the 10th month, right? We're in the 10th month of this year. This is October. Today is October 7th which is Friday, the day that I'm actually recording this. You're going to get this probably by the time you're listening to this is Sunday or Monday. But at any rate, over the past 10 months, I have started a podcast. I have had one, my older son move out of the house and get settled on his own. I've had my youngest one graduate from high school. And then I saw him off to college. I find myself an empty nester. I've been an active and involved in a faith-based business community. I've been active and involved in my own church family, um, active on my platform, doing things, uh, speaking. I've had a mini launch. I relaunched uh, a program and rebranded it and launched that. I've held up, I've conducted and hosted a beautiful and powerful relationship summit over three days by Zoom, had some powerful ladies speaking and teaching. Then my latest adventure has been starting a new job. 
I'm transitioning careers from where I am. I still work a full-time corporate job um, and I'm taking a new position, a new role after having almost eight years, completed seven years in my old position and starting a new one here in the eighth year. So in the middle of all of that changes and transitions, I had to take a step back and reflect. And when we go into 2023, We need to spend these last few months of 2022 just really reflecting, assessing ourselves, reevaluating where we are and what's going on and what happened. And I took myself through some visioning, some journaling, some exercises, some questions. I'm the kind of person that would go through the book and do the questions at the back of the book. I'm not going to just be glossing and reading a bunch of content and not do the work because that's not helping me. It's not helping me and it's not going to help you either. And so I looked at stuff. I looked at it. Right. And what I realized is when we fail to look at truth, when we fail to think and plan and face reality, when we keep running from thing to thing to thing to thing to thing to thing to thing, when we keep strolling, when we keep staying on social media, when we keep taking and sharing pictures and fronting and stunning and being busy and dizzy, we keep running into the same cycles. You know, I looked at the times where I felt led to run out and do and jump and do something, but I didn't look at facts. I didn't look at numbers. I didn't look at my research. I didn't look at truth and reality. It's like, it's the things that you're avoiding to look at, staying distracted. Those are the things that will keep coming up over and over and over again. And we don't want to look at it because it hurts. And the reality in Proverbs 21.5, in Proverbs 21.5, the Bible says the plans of the diligent surely lead to abundance. The plans The plans of the diligent lead to abundance, not not randomly scattered actions and being huffy and puffy to do something because I got a feeling being ready to do something because I have an unction and a conviction and a word because I saw somebody on YouTube and Instagram. You got to have a doggone plan. Excuse my expression. And that requires what? Thinking, research, testing, prayer, study, thinking, planning, praying, preparing, studying, reading, thinking, planning, preparing, studying and reading. And we don't want to do that. And I fell off the wagon. The hand of the diligent rule, the hand of those who think those are the one who rule, right? We have to be consistent. We got to do the work to discover ourselves, to be aware of ourselves, to listen so that we can build something tangible, quantifiable and measure measurable in our lives, in our relationships, in our business that will actually stand the test. And see, everybody out here on social media makes everything look so spiritual and so airy, fairy and flighty. Like you can just get a word and hot hit of intuition and then implement it. And sometimes that works. But. You need to do the work. We got to learn how to do the work. And in the process of doing the work, that means these last few months of 2022, we have to be very, very intentional to plan and to think and to sit and to wait and to read and to study and to sit with ourselves before we jump gung-ho on another thing, right? We can no longer afford to operate from the seat of our pants anymore. 
We can no longer afford to do something based on what we saw on Instagram, what we saw on a video, what we heard on a podcast and a free webinar and then run tail and try to do something and bust and fail. If you have listened to any influence who's who made it sound super easy to throw something out there, go live post to post without any research, thought, planning, digging, asking questions and studying. Jumping out into a relationship, jumping out into a career, jumping out to start a business, jumping out for this, that, and the third without planning, digging, asking questions, prayer, and study. If you keep doing that, you're going to always be frustrated. And this is in every, every area of your life. This is everything. We have to take our time and it applies to spiritual things. It applies to getting closer to God. We can no longer afford to operate from the seat of our pants based on a sermon, based on a clubhouse room, based on a video, a quote, a podcast, something we saw, whatever, a prophetic word, because we'll try to do it and we will fail. We have to begin the process of thinking and praying into it. We want results without the thinking, without the process and the work. And see, we think process is a bunch of jacked up, painful things. And process is always going like, oh, I'm in this wilderness and I'm going around the mountain and it's got to be some hard, janky thing. Process is study. Process is thinking deeply without scrolling and being distracted by what everybody else is doing. Process is writing and journaling. And sitting and looking at the wall to get a new creative thought. That is processing. Process is reading and praying and thinking and planning and testing and looking and counting and looking at the results and watching. That's process. But see, we move into always trying to do something quick and fast out of our ego because we want to be seen. We want people to see us on top and going higher. We want to paint a certain image. We want to control narratives. We want to control what people think of us and how we look on the outside because we don't want people to ask us any questions. So we don't we're not thinking deeply about our lives. Come on, somebody always looking to move and to do and to jump out and move and do and do this based on feelings but without adequate thought or preparation. And I realized that. And I realized, you know what, girl, what do I really want my life to look like in the next 10 years? In 10 years, I will be 61 years old. In 10 years, hear me when I say I will be 61 years old. So what worked 10 years ago and 15 and 20 years ago is not going to work for me now. I'm squarely in the middle of my life. There's no time to be playing. There's no time to be jumping stupid. That This is the time to get really, really focused. And so I evaluated that. My health has to be a priority. My finances really have to be a priority. My relationships with my sons, my family. Most importantly, my relationship with God and myself and my purpose must be a priority. And so I have to make sure that every priority and every goal is in alignment with this. And it has to be doing things that support staying spiritually, mentally, emotionally and physically healthy so that I can do the things that God has called me to do. Stay in alignment with my purpose. It, the Bible says 
seek ye first the kingdom of God and all these things and his righteousness and all these things will be added. What is the kingdom of God? Righteousness, peace and joy. Making sure I'm in right standing with God, knowing that I'm right with him so that I can walk worthy. So I won't sabotage opportunities, relationships and situations because I'm still feeling unfit and undone. Then the peace comes. Then the joy comes. Then the creativity and the flow comes to be able to produce and to perform and to do what needs to do what I need to do. So how do you reinvent yourself? How do you do that? What does that take? So I want you as we go over and start this podcast over the next few weeks, you're going to hear me begin to give excerpts out of my book, A Woman's Journey Home, because I realized in writing that book, I was in the process of coming home, but I had a big detour and a big distraction in the in the form of a relationship. I was in the process, well into the journey, well into the ascension process of coming up higher. But then because of like the burnout and all of the things coming at me, because see, God won't bless you no more than what you can handle. He's not, not going to put a blessing on you that will kill you emotionally because you don't have the resiliency and the stamina for it. And so that's what happened to me. And a distraction came and I didn't have the stamina and the foresight and the discernment to discern the distraction, to discern what was true and the counterfeit. But thanks be to God that he always causes us to triumph. Amen. And so what we want to do. And over these next few weeks, you're going to hear me uh, talk about my book and, and give just deeper nuggets of teachings and wisdom from a woman's journey home, 14 keys to ascending to the next dimension. It is available on Amazon. You can also click the link here in the show notes to make sure that you grab your own. You can get a signed copy that way, or you can go to Amazon by clicking the link. And you can also catch the actual videos of this on YouTube of the um, actual, when I do the teachings, I have the videos on Instagram and on YouTube, but I want you to follow along with me in this journey. We're going to unpack what it looks like to come home to ourselves. We're going to do some deep diving before we go into 2023 so that we're not carrying the same mess, the same self-sabotaging, unhealed emotions, and all of the old mess and clutter that we keep dragging around year after year after year. We cannot afford to keep getting distracted. What is your life going to look like in the next 10 years? What are you going to be doing? How old will you be in 10 years? And, and is what you're doing in alignment with where you want to be 10 years from now? You see, we get all overwhelmed on this big hairy goal. It's the daily little small itty bitty things that you're doing right now that's leading you. Because see, now I see now at 51, the, the little small things that I did 10 years ago got me to where I am today. And it's accumulated effect over time. The daily disciplines, the daily small habits is what's comprising your life right now. So what new habits will you have that will carry you so that you can have a different life when in 10 years from now? Join me in the journey for a woman's journey home. I want you to catch every episode. Share this with your friends. Share this out on your social media. Subscribe. Follow, get the book, and let's go home together. Blessings in abundance. Love you much. I'll be back out here soon. Thank you so much for joining me on the Well-Centered Woman Podcast. If you've enjoyed what you heard today, subscribe and spread the word. Don't forget, you can gain access to more resources in your journey to emotional mastery by going to the episode website and checking out the show notes. Until next time, this is Tamika Maria right here in the journey with you, keeping those emotions all the way together.